Welcome to Kick Your Butts, a show where excuses, limits, and boundaries go to die. Where moving through everything that's holding you back is the key to stepping onto your infinite path and achieving the success you deserve in life, business, and relationships. It's time to take those butts and kick them into oblivion. Now here's your host, Susan Desenzi. Welcome back to another episode of Infinite Possibilities. I am so excited to be here once again, and I have a majorly huge announcement about the show. Infinite Possibilities is an amazing place to step into, right? It's a place where we can dive into that deepest part of our knowingness and know that we are capable beyond measure of really truly becoming who we are meant to be and really stepping into infinite possibilities. The challenge is that this is serious stuff, right? You know, we're dealing with emotions and we're dealing with pain and we're dealing with problems and conditioning and things that we've all come through and lived through. And in in working to build this, you know, emotional health and resiliency movement, I really wanted to convey the importance of recognizing those pieces in ourself that are infinite so we can really step into those infinite possibilities. And at the same time, although it's not been a challenge, the show has been well-received, it doesn't really clearly define how I really love to work with people and how I really want this show to be an extension of that so that you can listen in each week, find the tools and the skills that you need, whether it's through me or by the hand-selected guests that I have on, and really kind of walk away with those pieces for yourself that are really going to help you learn how to move through all the stuff that holds you back and step into your own infinite possibilities. So are you guys ready? We are changing the name of the show to Kick Your Butts. Now that's B-U-T-S, butts. It's about obliterating the excuses and smashing through the limitations and dissolving the boundaries that we have learned to put around our lives, to hold on to in our thoughts, and that ultimately then create the stories that we are tied to, that we think define us as to who we are. And so starting today, yay! you shall notice that the cover art is different and there is now going to be a kick your butts moment in every show. When I have guests on, I will ask them for their kick their butt moment. And I would love to hear your kick your butts moment. And how you can access that is by going to kickyourbutts.com and hit the little start recording button on the page, and you can record your own kick your butts moment, or even drop me a line about what kind of butt are you having that you're needing a little help with? What is that area? And so let me explain a little what kick your butts means. What's that butt, right? Well, have you ever noticed how a lot of us say the word butt a lot? And a lot of times we use that word as a way to avoid. 
And the interesting thing about the word but itself, and this, this show isn't just about the word but, obviously. The thing about that word, though, is that we don't hear the things that come before the word but as soon as we hear the word but. And I've talked about this in a previous episode where I say things like, you know, maybe you hoped and wanted that your mother said she loved you, and instead she said, I love you very much, but you could have done a little better on that test. Or your partner even saying, I really love you, but I'm so angry with you right now. And so we don't really hear what is before the but. We only kind of focus on what comes after the but. And you ever notice that, especially as an entrepreneur, you really want to start your business, you're working at it hard, you're putting money into it, you're going to networking events, you're meeting people, you're talking about what you love and what you're doing and what you're passionate about, and you're really not getting any clients. If you're in a service-based business like coaching or consulting, or I don't know, you could be a plumber and you're not really finding people who are wanting or needing your services and you're advertising and spending money and you're not really getting any responses or you're putting out surveys or, you know, you're doing all that you can as an entrepreneur or let's say as an author. I know this happened to me for many, many years. I wanted to sit down and write. And every time I sat down to write, I wrote, and at the same time, it didn't feel like it was really all that I wanted to write, and I'd try really hard and try, try, try to write more, and it would seem to elude me. And so I didn't, I didn't necessarily talk like that. I would say things like, yeah, I tried to write the other day, but it didn't come to me, or I only wrote for a little while and then, you know, kind of stopped, or I really want to start my own business, but I don't know how or I don't have the money, or I have no idea what my gifts and talents are and what impact I'm here to make. So screw it. I'm, I'm just going to kind of give up that dream. But I want to be my own boss someday. So the focus of this show is, of course, to continue doing what we've been doing, which is dealing with emotions and dealing with the past and negative conditioning that we've all grown up with. And really understand how those traumas, which again, remember, trauma can be anything, how those traumas can affect us, how they can stop us, how they can change our language in our mind, the things that we say to ourselves or the things that we think are being said to us, and how it can really genuinely stop us from stepping onto that infinite path toward that land of infinite possibilities, toward those dreams and goals that are deep down in our heart and that we really truly want because we know we're here to make a bigger impact on the world and we don't know how. And so we're going to bring hand-selected guests on the show and really kind of continue diving into their expertise and the things that they're here making an impact on in the world. And we're going to add that beautiful flavor of what was their butt moment? What what was that butt that they kept saying to themselves that kind of either stopped them or propelled them forward? And how did they really manage through it? I'd love to see you walk away and still feel like you have that deeper insight on the tools and skills that you need to kind of start paying attention to the language that you're using. What are those excuses? What are those boundaries? 
What are those limits? What are those self-imposed limitations that you're putting on yourself that are telling you, but I want this, but I don't know how, or but I can't do it, or but I wish I could. So I think kick your butts is fun, right? Because we can kick some butts together, whether it's the B-U-T-S kind or it's the literal kick in your butt kind when you need a little help, when you need a little encouragement, when you need a little hand-holding. And although I am super compassionate and deeply empathetic and extremely loving, and I hold a beautiful space for people in my, my practice, my clients, to feel safe enough to dive in, you and I don't know each other. We're not sitting face-to-face in a room or via online or on the telephone. You're listening to me in the privacy of your own space. You're listening to this podcast, this episode, all these episodes, and you're hearing my words. And is it always that easy then? Or does it feel that safe for you to dive into those places for yourself? I know that it it can't possibly be that easy sometimes. And so I wanted to make it a little more fun and a little more engaging to really include you in the continued creation of each episode and this show as time goes on so that you really understand how to begin paying attention to your language and really being able to step into your infinite possibilities by staying on that infinite path that is deep within you and and has been a part of you your whole life and maybe you just don't have that clear vision on how to see that path itself or where the path is even taking you. So I know a but moment that was really big for me was actually not too long ago when I was kind of asked by my business coach to really focus on a direction for my rebranding and to really focus on the kind of people that I would want to work with. And I struggled with that a lot. And I was very resistant because, look, as a therapist and a coach, I've loved all the people I've worked with through my career. Because I have natural empathy and compassion and I genuinely care about the pain that people are in, I'm also genuinely curious about how to help them move through that. And that has been my whole life's work. And so to pick just, you know, kind of an area of expertise within that had been really tough for me. And I noticed that I was saying but a lot. And I'm usually very careful about saying that word because I clearly know what happens when we say that word, how, again, people don't hear what came before it, only what's after, and how it kind of re-ingrains in my own brain and mind that story and those thoughts. And so I had to think about it. I was with a group of people with my my business coach, and one of the mentors said, you know, Susan, you've been saying but a lot, and I'm going to put a jar on the table. And every time you say the word but, you're going to have to put $5 into it. And it hit me, wow, I'm using that word a lot. And it was really because the fear, as I talked about Scared Susan and Fearless Susan a while back, 
It was really about the fear that if I kind of stepped out, would I find something that I didn't like? Would I not be well-received? Would I be rejected? Would I not be seen for my worth and my value, even though I know that about me? Would somehow others not see that, and then I would find myself afraid? And that had been terrifying to me on a very deep level. And so the butts were coming out because it was like, I want to, but I wish I could, but I hope it'll happen, but. And it was really about the excuses and the limitations and the self-imposed ideas that I had about these things that were really giving rise to that but and those excuses. And so I would invite you, as I talked about in a previous episode about this issue about the buts, I would invite you in this new kind of direction of the show, it's an added direction. It's not a different direction. It's an added layer of the direction of the show. I would invite you to share with me those things that are problematic for you when it comes to your butts and your excuses and your limitations and your boundaries that you have found are either a part of your life because of your past conditioning or they are self-imposed because of your own fear. Whatever the reason doesn't matter, I would love to hear from you and help you through that. And so I would also invite you that if you're going to go to kickyourbutts.com and you're going to hit that start recording button to share something, please let me know if you want me to have that recording remain private, or if you're willing to allow me to play a clip of it on the air. Because I think it's important that, you know, you hear what other people are going through so that you can say, yeah, you know, I totally identify with that. When she played that clip about what Donna said, this is just pretend I don't have a clip yet of Donna. When she played that clip of what Donna said, I totally got it. I totally understood because that's been me too. Or, you know, John shares something and he's like, I don't really want this out there, but I'd really kind of like some insight on how to move through this area. Well, then I won't share that clip and I'll share what John said and I'll change his name. I'll just say one of my awesome male listeners. And so I want you to feel safe enough to know that anything that you share on that recording, it doesn't automatically mean it'll be featured on a future episode. And yet at the same time, if you'd like to be a participant of this show by way of sharing your recording with me, you may well be on the show then by that. And I still would really love then, now you have the opportunity to directly access me by sharing you know, your thoughts with me. If you're interested in doing a live session, it would be recorded. It's not live live then I could get in touch with you and we could figure out a way to kind of set up something so that I could bring you on and we could kind of do a little on-air coaching so you could really understand how to move through whatever it is that's challenging for you. I really love the new direction of the show because I think that, you know, again, emotions are painful, man. This shit's hard. 
sometimes. And yet life can be the most amazing, beautiful thing that we've ever lived when we recognize how to kind of get out of our own self-imposed limitations, when we learn how to stop making those excuses, when we learn to step into our true kind of possibility and really step on our infinite path. And so what is super exciting about kind of the forward movement of the show is that now we're adding this different layer to where we can really begin to start to dismantle those pieces that have held us back. Now, I don't know about you. I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years, and I know that there have been many times as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, as a coach, as an author, as a therapist, as a person, that I have really kind of gotten stuck in my story, and I've really gotten stuck in you know, those thoughts that I, I feel they're absolute truths for me. Well, let me take an example first. Okay, I really love to play guitar. And I hadn't played my guitar for, oh my God, probably 30 years, but I still had it. And about a year or so ago, I took it to our local music center and I asked them to take a look at it and tell me if it was in really bad shape or if it was in good shape. Was it, you know, what could I do to kind of bring it back to a guitar that I could learn to play again? And they said, wow, the fact that you have not had this in a case, even though it's been in a controlled environment, such as a basement, you know, it was a finished basement. So it wasn't like it was damp and it was, you know, an unfinished basement where it could be moldy or damp or anything like that. I didn't have it in a case. And they said, the fact that you didn't have it in a case, but it was in a basement is amazing because it's actually in pretty good condition. It obviously needs new strings. It obviously needs to be cleaned up. And there's a little tiny part of the bridge that needs to be kind of fixed. Other than that, it's in great condition. And it's a really good guitar because they don't make them like this anymore. So we're excited to see what it sounds like. I'm like, yeah. So they fix it. And it was um, a woman who had who was kind of the expert in fixing and cleaning them and kind of restoring them at this music center. And she's like, Sue, this is an amazing guitar. It, it has a sound that you can't really find in any of the guitars that are brand new here that are for sale. And, you know, cherish it definitely take care of it from this point forward. And I was like, awesome. So I hadn't played in like 30 years. I'd gotten to the point, my parents had given me a guitar when I was about nine years old, and I had taught myself how to play. And we didn't have internet back then, we didn't have Google. And so I just kind of, I don't know, I think they may have bought me a, a book on on chords or basic things about a, playing guitar. And I just started playing and I just kept practicing. And I got to the point up into my late teens where I was playing a lot and I was pretty good. I mean, not like I'm going to be the lead guitarist for, you know, Aerosmith or something, but <laughs> I, I was pretty decent in my own right considering I taught myself guitar. Put it this way, I could play uh, Stairway to Heaven by memory pretty well. And 
in in that time frame, my father had found uh, an old electric guitar at an auction that he had then bought for me for my birthday one year. So now I had an acoustic guitar, I had an electric guitar. I was just like literally rocking and rolling, you know. And then you know my early twenties came, and I don't know what happened. That guitar kind of went by the wayside. I know that I met my ex husband, and we were in a relationship, and then our son, we, you know, we got married, and then our son was born, and life was happening, and. The guitar just never seemed a thing for me to, you know, kind of pick back up. But I never got rid of that guitar I bought when I was in like my early 20s. And so it sat. And so when she tells me how amazing this thing is, you know, it fires me up. And I come home. And although I believe in myself and I know that when I put my mind to something, I will become unstoppable. What I found that happened though, was I looked at that guitar and I went, oh man, I don't know if I can play this the way I used to. And I remember my husband asking me, why not? And I said, well, because it's been so many years. And he's like, so? And I said, well, because I haven't practiced in so long that I don't even know if I remember how. And he's like, so? And I'm like, well, and those were essentially my butts. Well, 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 you see, those were my excuses because there was a part of me that was afraid, 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 like I'm scared walking down the street, afraid, just a little afraid that if I picked it back up and I couldn't even master the basic chords again, and I couldn't make it sound even kind of like music, that somehow I would judge myself for that for having spent all those years with it being here at the ready, waiting for me to play it and not picking it back up, would I have wasted that time? And that was a very dangerous kind of place to be in my thoughts, meaning my judgment of it, right? Calling it wasted time and using those excuses and using those limitations. So what I ended up doing was, you know, my husband was right. It was like, screw it. I'm just going to pick it back up and play it. I literally was like, fuck it. What do I have to lose? I enjoy music. I love music. That is a part of a core of, of the core of who I am. And so I was like, I don't care if it sounds like a dead cat when I play it. No offense to cat lovers. I have cats myself. I love cats. I love all animals. I didn't care if it sounded like a dead cat. I didn't care if it sounded bad. All I cared about was that I played. All I cared about was that I made the attempt to play. All I cared about was that I was willing to work towards something again and allow myself the permission to play my music. And even if I could never get my fingers to really cooperate the way they could when I was in my teens and 20s, and even if I never could master Stairway to Heaven again, I needed to just have that guitar in my hands and strum on its strings and allow sound to come out so that I could once again feel connected. And the truth is, is this is really a part of our life. You know, we so often get stopped by thinking that I can't do this and I can't do that. I don't have this certificate. I don't have this degree. I don't have this experience. I don't have this money. I don't have the contacts. I don't have the know-how. 
oh my God, I don't even know the plan I would make. I, how would I even do this? Or who would I even talk to? Or where would I begin? And all I can offer up to you is that you just have to start. You just have to pick up your own guitar and you have to put your fingers on the strings and you have to strum the strings and you have to listen. And you have to hear the music that you're making. And whether it's with actual music, like an instrument, like a guitar, or a clarinet that you haven't played in years, or drums you haven't beat on in a long time, whether it's writing and it's creating poetry, or writing short stories, or writing that novel you've been working on, whether it's sharing yourself with the world because you have an amazing set of messages to share and you're too afraid to get on like Facebook or something and do a live or on one of the other social media channels and do a live so that you can just share a part of who you are and what you love with the world to help create that impact, whether it's about you believing in yourself to really kind of dive into your passion and start that business that you always wanted to start, or even take your business to the next level and reach more people and create more impact. You just have to start. It isn't about having it all right or perfect. It's not about having all the plans in place. It's sometimes about throwing a whole bunch of shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, and you start there. And you go along for a little while, and you see that it really isn't working out too well. Well, guess what? You adapt. You shift. You change. You go with the flow of it, and you go, okay, so guess what? I'm walking down a different path. One of the biggest things that I would hear a lot from clients through the years is, how do I know that that path is the right path for me? And my response was always, how do you know it isn't? And they're like, well, I don't. Well, how are you going to know if it is or isn't unless you start walking on the path? And they're like, oh, but, 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 but what happens if I, if I'm on the path and then I find out it was the wrong choice and I made the wrong decision and it's the wrong path? What do I do then? And I would just smile and look at them and I'd say, well, here's a really interesting thing. You pick another path. And they're like, oh, but, 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 but what, but what if I pick this other path and then that one's not the right choice? Ah, well, you pick another path. See, we really do have an infinite amount of possibilities in our life. We have infinite paths to choose from. And the only way to ever know which is the quote-unquote right path for you at this point in your life, the best path for you at this point in your life, is to pick the path, start walking on the path, and then adopting the things that you find on the path that will either reveal to you it is the best and highest choice for you, or it takes you down another path. And that is really the beauty of this life. 
That is really the beauty of the game that we're playing, this dance that we're dancing on this playground of life. And if we stay tied to the buts and the boundaries and the limits and the excuses, we're going to continue to feel imprisoned in our hearts like we have no choice or we have no real possibility or we have no real opportunity or option. And I would absolutely love to see you living with a free heart on that infinite path of your infinite possibilities, walking along, going, you know, yeah, sometimes this is amazing. And sometimes the reality is it kind of sucks. But you know what? And there's my butt. When it sucks, I know kind of how to adapt and go with the flow of that and see if I can't improve it so that I can keep walking that path that's right for me. And so I'm super excited that we have shifted a tiny bit of direction with the show. And I would invite you to continue tuning in each week to learn how to kick your butts, obliterate your boundaries and your excuses and your limitations, kick them into oblivion. Stepping onto your infinite path and into the land of infinite possibilities. I hope that you always believe in yourself the way I believe in you. Now go out and live your best self, and I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. You've been listening to Kick Your Butts where sitting on your butts is no longer an option, figuratively and literally. To access the show notes and important links from today's episode, please visit kickyourbutts.com. While you're there, please share your Kick Your Butts story by clicking the Start Recording button. It might just be included in a future episode. Thanks for listening today. Now get out there and kick those butts to the curb.